it will be opposed to to our faith, our Catholic faith. And so it's you kind of remain Catholic despite what you're learning in the classroom a lot of the time. Whereas if you go to a good Catholic university or college, it should be the case and is the case that what you're learning in the classroom is helping you grow in the faith. You're going deeper in your knowledge of what the church teaches. You're going deeper in your knowledge of why the church teaches what she teaches. And so there's a complementarity then between, you know, your private faith and, and what you are learning inside the class. We underestimated the value of that. Um, you know, people do go to secular universities or colleges, let's say, you know, they want to choose a discipline that they can't, they, they can't find at a Catholic college university. And there are um, ways for them to, to nurture their faith despite that. You know, there are very good things like CCO and, and uh, uh, Newman centers. And I don't want to underplay the value of those. But nevertheless, I think it's really important to consider why not actually go to a place where what you're learning in the classroom is in harmony with your faith as opposed to you know having to take it and then say okay well that that wasn't correct or that that doesn't you know fit with the faith and this is untrue and you know you have to constantly be doing that and sometimes to be honest i think um it's so overwhelming that we get sucked in young people get sucked in and i mean um it's no secret that many people lose their faith when they go to a secular university or college if you go to a really faithful Catholic college or university, um, and, and by the way, I think the Newman Guide for choosing a Catholic college is really helpful in that respect. If you just go to the Cardinal Newman uh, Society website, they have a, a list, a webpage with recognized universities and colleges. Um, but if you go to a faithful Catholic college or university, you can trust that, that what you're learning in the classroom is going to help you grow in your faith and not take you away. And, and ultimately lead you, ultimately lead you to um, abandon your faith. So that's number one. Nelsie is is mm -hmm. true. Wonderful. So and holiness. Then, holiness, exactly. So, um, so having spoken about what's happening in the classroom, what about your life in general? Uh, are you becoming a more mature person? Are you becoming a holier person? Are you growing in virtue? Um, and that's not unrelated to what's in the classroom because you know things you learn in the classroom can help with that too. But what are you doing outside the classroom? Are you you know engaging in this hookup culture? Are you you know getting drunk every weekend or every night? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or or is there a healthy, a wholesome program of activities and talks and um, events that that that's designed to help you grow? in maturity, in virtue, ultimately in holiness. And I think it's, no, again, no secret that at most secular colleges and universities, you're going to find that, that it's, it's the negative, you know, example uh, or situation that I described. Whereas at a good Catholic college or university, you're going to find that, you know, instead of these hookups or, or, or drunken parties, what you're looking at is a swing dance or um, you know, a Kaylee, or a hike, or a hockey game. And you know, these are just wonderful, wonderful things. Um, uh, in addition to you know, a spiritual life uh, program of, of talks, um, opportunities for mass, for rosaries, 
for uh, even the, the um, Divine Mercy Chaplet, uh, even the Breviary, you know, so like so many, so many opportunities at a good Catholic college or university uh, for growing in the faith. And, and it's not that it's all forced, like it's, this is, I'm not describing a sort of militaristic, you know, you have to get up at this hour and do all these things. But the, the point is it's there and it's encouraged. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of a positive peer pressure that goes on. You know, hey, come to mass with me. Uh, and it's wonderful. It's really wonderful to see that, to see that happening. Um, you know, I've dedicated 20, 20 years of my life now to, uh, to teaching and working in, in a Catholic college. And, uh, and it's so worth it when I just see the transformation that happens with the young people and how it, it gives them that opportunity to grow deeper in their relationship with Jesus Christ and with Our Lady and with the church. And, you know, there's really nothing more satisfying in a, in a certain way, of course, one's own children, uh, even more so, but but in terms of a, a profession, something, uh, you know, a job, I mean, the, I just can't imagine anything more more satisfying. Um, and then that, that, that leads me to, to the other point joy. with joy, it's closely connected, right? Because it's just that, you know, you can think of these as kind of things that, okay, these are good things, right? To, to, to know truth and to, and to grow in holiness. But really, um, the, the, the cherry on top, if you like, is that it's all so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. There's so much true happiness and joy that I see in the young people who come to a faithfully Catholic college um, that I, I just... It's hard to find. It's hard to find in our culture, and and we've all heard about the statistics of suicide, depression, uh, isolation, loneliness. You know, especially the last few years, but but just in general. And it's so it's so encouraging to see that that doesn't have to be that doesn't have to be the case. There can be when there's real community, uh, drawn people drawn together uh, intentionally. Uh, uh, with the common bond of the Catholic faith, but with with a, a program of activities of learning that that kind of guides them and informs them, they don't have to be depressed. Which isn't to say, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there's that they don't have their struggles or they don't you know have. Of course, many people have a mental illness that they they have to deal with, and there's you know that that's a reality, and that's that's we have we have helps for that. But at the same time, um, there's an opportunity. To, uh, to be helped and to, uh, to come out of one shell and to make real friendships, friendships that often we see last for a lifetime because they have that common foundation of, of the Catholic faith. Um, sometimes even marriages. I met my husband here, as you mentioned at the beginning. I think we have something like 65 marriages now Whoa. among our alumni. <laughs> uh -huh. like not, not to mention yours. Not to yes, mention exactly, yours, but right? your husband. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's, that's also a phenomenon, which is great, but just, yeah, just the joy that people, people have that they experience, um, that would be a great reason. If I go somewhere where you're going to be depressed, uh, you know, just your external circumstances are going to be conducive to unhappiness, to frustration, to isolation, to a, a feeling of purposelessness, right? When you get a lot, you're, when you're fed all of this postmodern nonsense constantly, I mean, it's all it's all designed to be meaningless and that's the whole point meaninglessness is it's it's raison d'etre um mm -hmm. how could that not lead to unhappiness and misery thank you like <laughs> I, I want to recapitulate your beautiful answer and i want to make an emphasis on on each of the points the first point that i really love is the fact that you mentioned 
that Catholic education at a college or university doesn't separate you from the truth. It mm -hmm. actually takes you or keeps you in the truth because we shouldn't separate scientific truth from our faith. They are mm -hmm. only one. We moms need to understand that our Catholic faith is in line and in light with all scientific truth. So when we keep our faith alive, we are not separating it. We are keeping it together with all truth. Faith is a truth that should be kept along with other sort of scientific truth. They don't contradict. They are one and only. And, and it is very important that when you go to university, they don't tell you, oh, if you learn your science, you forget your faith. No, because they are not opposite. Mm -hmm. Like our faith is, is beautifully in context, in, in context and in contact with truth. Like Jesus mm -hmm. himself said, I am the truth. Like how can it be opposed to any other type of truth? They are only one. So we're not going to be apart from our truth um, faith-wise. And we're going to be in line with all other type, all other type of scientific truth too. So this is just beautiful. Like it gives me peace as a Catholic mom. And the mm -hmm. second point you mentioned is the, the holiness aspect. We want to have access, easy access to the sacraments, easy access to, to our traditions and faith, like the rosary or the divine mercy chaplet. And we, we want to have people to pray with. Eh? It's, it's not just having it, but having someone to do it with and and when you have a community to do it I believe it should be something wonderful something wonderful to be treasured and and the final I can see it in in your face Dr. Shinken I can see the joy of it so you are the the sample of a joyous Catholic education in your face I can see that you have experienced it and, mm -hmm. and you have seen it in your students Wonderful. So let me move to the second question here. And my second question is, is about the myths. What would you say to someone who is afraid that the education or the Catholic education will be too narrow uh, at a Catholic college? Because maybe they will only get one perspective or they will be too single-minded. What would you say to people who, who would bring this type of objection? Sure. Well, it, it need not be the case, and, and it really shouldn't be the case. And, and I would say even further, it isn't my in, in my experience, it's not the case that a Catholic, a faithfully Catholic uh, university or college presents a narrow perspective. Because, you know, as we know, the word Catholic means universal. So we're open to, we're open to curious about the world. We want to know the truth about reality in general, right? Not just what the church teaches. Of course, that's that's important. That's foundational. But we're interested in truth with a capital T and truth with a small t. Just what is reality? What's truth, right? Um, so we don't just present, okay, here's what the church teaches. Thank you very much. End of lesson. No, it's more, all right. Here's a subject. Let's look at it from all different points of view. Let's appreciate what the church does teach about this subject. If there is a church teaching about the subject, let's consider the value 
of, of different perspectives and also what's missing in those perspectives or what's actually erroneous, you know, false about those perspectives. But it's not that we want to shut people off or, you know, put blinkers on them so that they only ever hear about Catholic teachings. That would be wrong, especially especially at the uh, at the level of university, right? We're, we're not talking about kindergarten, we're talking about university. People have to be exposed to all sorts of different ideas. But what we promise and what we deliver is that it's going to be clear at the end of the day what, what is within a Catholic framework and what is outside it, right? And there can be, so for example, we have a course, um, my husband teaches a course called Shapers of Modern Thought. Well, it's precisely who are the great shapers of modern thought, people who have been influential on our society, on Western thinking, and have led us, have been responsible to, um, uh, in, for leading us to where we are today ideologically. So we look at, for example, Karl Marx. Well, what did he write? What did he teach? What were his ideas? Why were they popular? Why did they take off? Um, and, and also, what, what is of value in them? And where are they off? You know, where could we go wrong if we embraced a Marxist perspective? The thing about that I really like about this is it's very honest and transparent. We're saying, okay, we're acknowledging, yes, we are approaching things from a Catholic perspective ultimately, but we're looking at the value in other perspectives and trying to see the best, but also what's problematic about different perspectives. I find, because I, I, I had a secular education myself, and I'm not knocking it entirely. I, 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 you know, I got a very good, um, uh, I, I came away with very good knowledge of English literature, right? So I, I'm grateful for what I, I received. But more and more, I think uh, it's especially so now more than when I was at university, although it was starting to happen then too. There's a bias. There's an incredible bias against Christianity, against Catholicism, and it's not even acknowledged. It's just taken for granted. It's the, it's the air everybody breathes, and it's never questioned. And if you question it or you try to challenge it, you know, that's foreboding and, you know, you're silenced. Mm -hmm. And so ironically, it's ironic, I think, Nelsie, I would say ironically, whereas there's this myth, as you called it, that the Catholic university is going to present a narrow view, I would actually argue that it's a more universal view, it's a more open and free uh, approach to learning than you will find in many, not all, let's say, but in many secular uh, colleges or universities today because there is actually academic freedom we can mm -hmm. talk about we can talk about unpopular views um and and examine them and say okay what's good what's bad in these things um these perspectives as opposed to just assuming what well, we all know it's a foregone conclusion that x is true whatever that is right so it's not even examined it's not questioned and there's there's no possibility of departing from it it's it's so it's so much the given that um, that you can't you know, it doesn't even get presented as as uh, as a given it's just assumed. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I, I I just want to include some thoughts on your wonderful answer here, Dr. Shinkin. My first thought I share with you the with the fact that in a secular university like the one you and I went to, we are somehow restricted in our academic freedom. Because if we choose any Catholic point of view to even to defend it academically, we are automatically receiving less and less grants, less and less opportunities at teaching level. So just, just knowing the fact that there are colleges that promote actually your freedom of thought, your freedom of religion, 
is something wonderful. And, and freedom of thought and freedom of religion and extremely intertwined because they are part of a, a larger universality of freedoms. If you don't have these two freedoms at a place called university, the university is no longer a universe, but a feudus, a small place where people gather with single-minded ideas. If you don't allow people to express their deepest thoughts, you are not at a university. So opposite from what many people would think, actually Catholic colleges would provide you more freedom. Uh, broader mind, the opportunity, mm -hmm. as you said, to know about different points of view, but also to mention your own point of view, not just to listen to others, but to mention your own point of view freely, especially the point of view that comes from your Catholic upbringing. Mm -hmm. That is that is beautiful. So Catholicity understood as universality and university understood as something that includes it all is more present in a Catholic college and university. So uh, thumbs up for St. Michael's, thumbs up for Our Lady Seat of Wisdom, thumbs up for St. Augustine Seminary and Francisca's University and at the Steubenville. Also St. Jerome's, you are providing a space for freedom, and that is that is just wonderful. Uh, let me continue with my questions here, and I'm really enjoying this talk. What would you advise? What would you advise to someone whose children are resisting going to a Catholic college? Maybe because I don't know. They say, "Oh, it is not trendy," or or maybe they are shy of telling their, their peers that they are going to a Catholic college, what would your advice? Right, so I would, I would encourage an open mind. Um, so if, I, if I, I, my children are too young right now, but if, if I had a child who was of age of considering uh, university, I would tell the child, um, the young man or, or woman, uh, you know, think about it. Keep an open mind, don't prejudge, uh, read up on it, explore different options. For example, there are many different kinds of uh, faithfully Catholic colleges and universities. Some are very large, like well, relatively large, Steubenville and Franciscan University of Steubenville is a faithfully Catholic college. It's got thousands of students. Uh, Our Lady Seat of Wisdom College is a faithfully Catholic college with around a hundred students. So it's not as though they're cookie cutter. They're not all the same. Some of them have different programs. Some of them will have a law program or a business program uh, and some wouldn't. So um, some are obviously in different locations. You can even find one in Australia, uh, Camping College in Australia, right? So I, I think that would be a, so something adventurous to consider. But um, the point is they're not all the same. There's no cookie cutter model for Catholic colleges and universities. So that's one thing I would say. To, uh, to young people considering university is, is check it out. Don't, don't prejudge that they're all the same. Uh, you do want to make sure that it's a faithfully Catholic college and university, which is again, why I would really encourage the, um, the, uh, the, the, the Newman guide as a, as a reference. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I see Teresa Bonafede is, is anticipating yeah. my, uh, my next thought. Tell them to go and visit. Go and well, visit. Here, for example, cool. at Our Lady of Wisdom. 
Yeah, yeah. We just as it happens this very weekend, we have a, a come and visit weekend. So we we have um, usually between ten and twenty students come uh, on a given uh, come and visit weekend, and they get to go to classes. Uh, they get to uh, live in a, in a residence, so Wonderful. they get to see what residence life is like. And by the way, uh, we have small we have small residences of about. Um, 10, 10 students to a residence. We have single sex residences. So 10 guys or 10, 10 young women in a, in a residence. And so they get to participate that they get to in that they get to see what life is like. And that's incredibly eye opening. And I have to say a lot of the time when they come and they check it out and they see that and they, they, they feel the joy, they feel they the, the experience of, uh, of being in close community and learning the exciting things that they learn in the classroom. Yeah, many do. Many do that get to get really excited about that and then want to come. So that that is something I would encourage you. If someone is, if 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 a, if a young person is uh, is kind of like, ah, you know, this is something my mom wants me to do. I, I, you know, this is not what my friends are doing. As you said, I would just say, as a parent, just ask them to go check it out. You know, no obligations. Just do this for me. Just do this much for me. Just go and check it out. If you, if it's really not for you after that, you know. Okay, but uh, let them let them try it. Let them go and check it out. And another thing I would say, Nelsie, is encourage them even to try it. You know, if 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 they're open at all, encourage them to go for a year. Because let's say let's say they go and um, they want to go into something like I don't know nursing, and um, you know there are some good pathways to to nursing uh, through Our Lady Seat of Wisdom College. But but the point is, let's say they're not convinced that they they want to do let's say a liberal arts degree for, for three or four years, um, there's, it's doing it one year, one or two years is an excellent foundation for, for doing some other, some other uh, courses of study. And in fact, I would actually say these days, if you don't go ahead and get a foundation in your faith before going on to these other studies, you're really going to be lost because the challenges ethically, right? The ethical challenges to your faith and in medical school and law school these days are overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And so you need that strengthening. So I would really encourage, I would really uh, tell moms, I would encourage moms to, um, to, to encourage their kids to, you know, just go and get that, that foundation, that formation as it happens after, when people do that very often, they do stay for the full, for the full degree because they get, they get, you know, hooked. But, uh, but, but not everyone does. Um, but the point is, at least, you know, they got that first year or, or two year foundation, and then they, they know their faith, they can articulate it, they can defend it, they're not easily just thrown when they are, when they go into the secular environment, and they get this onslaught of, you know, attacks on their faith, attacks on their moral position, it, they, they've dealt with it, and they're prepared They have the tools in their in their in their knapsack to, to deal to deal with all these challenges. Just, just a question following up on your answer. Suppose they decide to do just one year at a Catholic college. Is it possible to transfer credit between mm -hmm. colleges or? Okay, yes. so wonderful. Yes. So yes. They, get there the, are many. they get experience and they suppose mm -hmm. they want to do something else like something health related or, or legal studies. They can transfer yes. their credits, but they go with their foundations in the faith. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That's there are many, many, many pathways. Uh, many pathways uh -huh. for, for people to, to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Okay. So, so listen, moms. If you send 
to a Catholic college your children, then you can transfer the credits if they want to do another career or if they want to explore other 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 sciences. That's wonderful to know. And thank you for letting us know that our Lady Seed of Wisdom has this opportunity in particular. And um, just moving like into details now that we're talking about our Lady Seed of Wisdom, I would like to hear more about what makes your program or the programs at Our Lady Seed of Wisdom special or different from other Catholic colleges. Um, what is the, the trademark that makes okay. Our Good Lady Seed of Wisdom what it is? If I had to use a short phrase to sum up our trademark, as you say, I would I would use the phrase uh, which which Cardinal Newman himself used frequently, uh, and and is very um, uh, much at the foundation of our of our whole program. The phrase is education of the whole person. Okay, so you come to our Lady Seat of Wisdom, and you are going to get the whole package. That is to say. Um, education in, in all the different liberal arts di disciplines working together, right? So it's not, you get a little bit of this and you get a little bit of that and then a smattering of this and a smattering of that. Our program is designed so that you learn from the ground up and everything is interconnected and builds on what came before. And our students, our students are always commenting on that. They say, oh yeah, you know what? We learned, you know, let's say we, we learned about um, you know, Virgil uh, in, in the history of Western Civ uh one and then you know not too long after then we studied Virgil in classical literature mm -hmm. wow and so you know there was that preparation and then that experience and it all and, and that's just one example but there's a lot of that where it interconnects and so they see the connections between what they learn in one class and what they learn in another class and uh, it's all it's all kind of designed to kind of work together like that and then so as I say I, I think I kind of alluded to earlier, what they learn in the classroom is uh, supported by and complemented by what they, what they experience outside the classroom. So um, their spiritual life, you know, what we offer there, uh, the talks that we, that we present them with, uh, the, uh, the student life, the events, uh, the residence life, uh, the chores, right? um, the, the, um, just some of the traditions that we have as, as a community, all of it works together. And um, we have a strong set of general requirements academically. So um, whereas that, that's kind of going, going by the wayside at a lot of colleges, universities in general, um, not just, you know, I'm not saying specifically Catholic colleges or universities, but in general, there's been a move away, especially I would say in Canada uh, or in Ontario, away from having a solid set of general requirements we're pretty strong on that still. Most, almost all of our courses in the first year are, are ones that are required ones because we want people to get, for example, we want them to get Christian doctrine. There's a two semester Christian doctrine course. It's very thorough, a thorough exploration of the catechism of the Catholic church from a very intellectual analytical point of view. Uh, and uh, you know, we, we study scripture, we study philosophy, fundamentals of philosophy, mm -hmm. we study uh, uh, logic, logic, right? Who gets to study logic these days? But it's so necessary. That's in the very first semester. Everybody studies logic so that everybody has an understanding of what it means to think critically, to think logically, uh, to, to form an argument that, that holds water, right? That holds up. And um, so, so I think 
that would those would be some of the hallmarks of an of a seed of wisdom education is the education of the whole person and an education that is integrated so that all the pieces work together and so that by the end you feel like you haven't just learned this and that a random collection of facts you've been given an education mm -hmm. beautiful so let me point to to a couple of aspects the first aspect is that you mentioned that uh, our Lady City of Wisdom College provides foundationals. Uh, so you mentioned logic and some other fundamentals. And I want to connect this aspect with the first point that you mentioned, a Catholic college or university will lead you to truth. So it's, it's something that if you don't have a logical thought, you are not in the truth. And, and most of the time nowadays, the arguments that are presented in a secular society are illogical and are yes. auto-referential. So they are auto-referential, like this is correct because we say it, or this is incorrect because you say it, or <laughs> it's, it's lack of logic. So if we go to the basics uh, as Catholics, if we go deeper into logics, if we go deeper into philosophy at our Catholic colleges and universities, we will ha have a stronger uh, grip on truth and uh, a better grip on, on our own faith, which doesn't go apart from truth. That's Very good. So I'm sure that as a I'm sure that uh, as a lawyer, you can definitely appreciate the value of critical thinking and logical thinking and argumentation, right? Indeed. You probably have had to do your fair share of that and more. Yeah. So it, I, yes, I agree wholeheartedly that, that is a very fundamental thing. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's just very basic. As I say, you, st you start and, and move from the ground up. So, uh, so that, that those are steps that are often missing in, edu in, in education. It's just, you know, let that, what does it even mean to have a valid argument? What does it mm -hmm. even mean to, 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 to be thinking critically? And then we can move from that to actually, you know, having, having specific arguments about specific subject matter. But what, what is a valid argument? And how yeah, do we what is a valid argument? What makes it valid or, or yeah. invalid? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Right. And, and we have some comments. I want to acknowledge some of the comments on our webinar here on our chat. So Teresa um, mentions, I audited Christian doctrine online during COVID. It really taught me so much. I see that course as a major foundation for these young students who will go out in the world with truth. Thank you, Teresa. And Flavia says, eh, yes, just attend Our Lady Seat of Wisdom for at least one year and just to go back to your comment about attending one year. Thank you, thank you to all the moms who are making good comments here. Uh, thank you again for being here to know more about why we should send our children to a Catholic college or university. That's beautiful. But now the, the question comes after, after all your studies, what could you do as a person, once you leave your studies, what can you do as a Catholic person after you the studies at a Catholic college or university? Can you give us some examples of where people go to? Yes. Well, the short answer is anything, right? It's, a, it's mm. an education. It's a very flexible education. It's basically a formation of the person. You become, you just have 
so many things in your toolkit as a person, so many skills, uh, thinking skills, maturity, uh, leadership skills. There, there, there are many opportunities for growing in leadership. So uh, the possibilities are almost endless, but some of the things that, uh, that people have done, uh, for example, would be uh, we do have people in healthcare. So, you know, mm-hmm. we have medical doctors and nurses. Uh, we have teachers, educators. We do have some lawyers. Um, one of them is on our on our board of directors now. So this has come full circle, which is great. Um, we have, uh, of course, people in the priesthood and religious life. Um, we have um, business people, right? People who've, who've gone and done incredibly creative things mm-hmm. uh, with, with their, their talents and entrepreneurship. Uh, and I see some of the creativity that they have in, in, in developing their businesses, you know, it's something that they honed here and they, they, they found an outlet for here in their studies and in clubs that they participated in here. We have all sorts of clubs from, you know, creative writing to filmmaking. And so people often get their start trying things out here uh, at Our Lady Seat of Wisdom. And then they go on to do these really interesting and exciting uh, things, whether it be yeah, making making films. I can think of a couple of alumni who are involved in, the, in, in that uh, industry. Um, so, so I could go on and on, but, but, and, and actually I, I'm just going to add as well, uh, parenting, right. Just, um, the, uh, um, and, and, uh, some sort of, a subset of that would be, you know, homeschooling. Not everyone does that, but, but if you are doing that, um, this, it is, an, it happens to be an excellent preparation for homeschooling your kids because, um, you know, your faith, right. So when you get those challenging questions, like why mom, why? you kind of actually have an answer which is which is handy and uh but but more than that just uh yeah just uh being able to guide your children and and having a good a good formation yourself is so helpful when when you go then to to teach other people whether it be your your own children or 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 other people um so yes i could go on and on it's 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 virtually endless because it's it's not it's it's precisely i want to say a liberal arts a catholic liberal arts education is a preparation for life. It's not, it's not, you know, I'm going to teach you how to make this widget and then you get out and you can make this widget, right? And then if the world doesn't need widgets anymore or those widgets anymore, then, you know, your education was useless. No, no. You know, this is a preparation that is flexible. It teaches you how to learn. Oh yes, that reminds me. I want to, I want to give a little anecdote that illustrates that, Nelsie. I was speaking to um, an alumnus recently his name is Aiden, and Aiden had done three years with us, uh, and he went on. He he tried a couple of things. He he ultimately decided to go into a trade, and so mm-hmm. he went to trade school. I think he's a sort of in the HVAC uh, um, uh, industry ultimately, but he said a couple of things about his how his education at Our Lady Seat of Wisdom College prepared him for trade school, and I was oh. like, hmm. Really? How is that possible? Well, he said he, he the philosophy courses he took in particular. Oh, there goes my printer. <laughs> the philosophy courses that he that he took in particular taught him how to acquire knowledge, oh. how to learn. So that when he went when he went into trade school, he felt initially he felt that he was behind because he didn't have a trades background the way that some some of the people in the classes did. But he said he quickly caught up. And even surpassed them in a way because because he had been given that formation in how to think and how to acquire knowledge, how to study, and and, and how to learn. 
And so it was amazing to hear that at first I thought, well, how is that possible that, that our Bachelor of Catholic Studies could, could help with, uh, with learning a trade? But that was what he said, and I thought that was really encouraging. That is so beautiful. And, and it makes me think of the fact that we are invited to be in the world, whatever the world takes us, but without being of the world. So this is something that a, a person coming out of a Catholic college can be in the world, but without being of the world. So it, it enables the person to tackle any type, any type of profession or trade, but with the foundation of faith and the foundation of the truths of the faith. That's so beautiful. And also the, the fact that you mentioned that the students who are learning in the truth and who are learning logics and who are learning, um, who are learning foundational philosophy can also learn anything else. <laughs> like these yeah. are deep subjects. If you are yeah. able to <laughs> learn how to learn these subjects, you you are unable to to learn any other one, any other one, no matter the depth of it. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we have one more comment: working in the government or political activism. Okay, so maybe you know someone today, and know someone who is working in politics, or maybe who is working in the government. Quite a few, actually, quite a few. We do have quite a few who are in that line of work, and it's it's great. It's it's very it's very fascinating to see how they are making an impact in the world now in our society in Canada, in particular. That's just um, beautiful, and and really unexpected. I wasn't expecting this 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 answer, and and it is encouraging to see that it is not something wasted. It's actually the best investment ever we can do. Like to think yes. of the priority of sending yeah. our children to a Catholic institution, to a Catholic college, to a Catholic university will give us more like rewards afterward. It's an investment. Yeah. It's a real yes. investment. Well, and even on a practical level, um, the fact that we're, we're studying humanities here, we're understanding the human person. That is a real advantage in the workplace. And we do find our, our alumni often tell us that, okay, they go into a profession, let's say it's computer science. Very quickly, they, they, they rise up to management positions. They rise up to positions of responsibility and of uh, management because they have an insight into the human person. They understand how people work, you know, who we are, how God designed us, um, who we're intended to be and how we should, you know, the principles for relating to one another, uh, fairness and, um, and truth and, uh, and all of those things and love, justice. Mm -hmm. um, they, with those, those things uh, as part of their education, part of their formation, there's a natural kind of tendency to, to kind of rise up in whatever profession they, they, um, they have chosen to pursue after our Beautiful, because Christian principles will make us have better human relationships. So it goes without saying that the, the more Catholic you are and the, the more you practice your faith, uh, you are better prepared to, to have deeper and stronger human relationships at all levels. That is, is just beautiful. And I want to, to invite moms uh, who are here, maybe to drop some questions at the chat. Now we're going to open the floor for questions from other people 
from other moms in particular who are here. Uh, so let me read one participation here. Flavia says, a good friend of mine who attended Our Lady Seat of Wisdom is now a dance fitness instructor and always shares her faith with her, with her clients. She even started a YouTube channel to share her faith. That's so beautiful. She has two little boys so far and homeschools the first, the second is too little. Well, we're always like educating anyways. Huh? Uh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Flavia. And again, moms, maybe if you have one or, or two, two questions for Dr. Shinken here, we would love to, to read your questions. Otherwise, otherwise, we can go back and chat <laughs> with Dr. Chrissy here. Uh, but I would love to receive some question from the chat. Maybe one question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will wait. I'll wait some more here. Well, uh, while we're waiting, because uh, it's time for thoughts to percolate, percolate, I can just mention that we're we're in the exciting process right now of trying to acquire a four-year degree. So we've had mm -hmm. uh, since the year 2000, since 2017, we've had a three-year Bachelor of Catholic Studies. Um, and we have been in the process for the last couple of years uh, because it is a long process to get government approval or consent to offer a new degree. Um, but um, we're in the process of, of um, trying to get a, a approval or consent from the Ministry of Colleges and Universities to offer a four-year Bachelor of Arts. And mm -hmm. I see that that connects with a question from Mark yes. Weston. Um, Mark program has a bachelor's degree. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can go ahead. Mm -hmm. So the, so yeah, right, exactly. So the one that we have now is is a general degree, the three-year Bachelor of Catholic Studies. Um, it's, I should say, Catholic Studies, for some people, seems to suggest that you're studying Catholicism as a, as a historical phenomenon. That's not what Bachelor of Catholic Studies means here. It's, it's the studies that pertain to a Catholic, you know, what a Catholic should study. Um, so it includes theology, philosophy, literature, history. It's kind of a general all-around all liberal arts degree. And then the four-year degree, which we're hoping to get approval for soon, has um, it has all of that. It, it, it contains the, the three years of the Bachelor of Catholic Studies, but it adds a fourth year And you can do a major in one of four. Uh, if we get this approval, you would be able to do one of four majors. So those four majors are classical and early Christian studies, history, mm -hmm. literature. Uh, so literature is the third one. And then uh, philosophy is the fourth. So you could choose a major. So uh, the point is that you, you, do, the, you do the general education you get that well-rounded liberal arts catholic liberal arts formation but with the fourth year you also add a specialization even deeper it's it's really plunging into a particular uh, subject area let's say literature and doing 400 level courses um, just really going deep um, into into that subject so you get both the breadth and and the depth with the uh, in a special way uh in with the, the four-year degree so with i'm hoping that that will be a reality soon that something if people want to pray for that that would be we'd welcome yeah welcome your we, prayers your viewers uh, we pray we for pray for, for our lady seat of wisdom and we pray for all catholic colleges and universities to be stronger better and and closer to our church all the time 
That's so beautiful. Thank you. And and I, I hope you can grow in this four-year program. Uh, that will be much better for, for people who want to go deeper instead of just having the broader perspective to go deeper into one particular discipline. So any more questions, moms or dads here? We had one dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Catholic I, moms with dads. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add another, another. Um, Please, we have a few more minutes. So go ahead, okay, okay. that will be the last, the last aspect, but we have still a few more minutes. Oh, okay, okay. I see it. You mentioned the yeah. Newman Society, what is that? Yes, okay, very good. Website you mentioned, if you could maybe share it on our on our chat. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the name of it is the Cardinal Cardinal Newman Society. And mm -hmm. I think it's just uh, I think it's just cardinalnewmansociety.org, but uh -huh. I don't know that sure. for sure. Mark, so you. I would just I so would Mark, just Google Mark that. Mark, Mark found the link cardinalnewmansociety.org. Yeah. Thank you, and thank, thank you, Christine. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So this was this was a society is a society that was founded by a, a fellow by the name of Patrick Riley, who, by the way, is coming to be our graduation speaker at the end of April this year. So we're really excited about that. Wow. So Mr. Patrick Riley is the founder of the Cardinal New Society, and it, it the purpose of it is uh, to educate the general public about the existence of faithfully Catholic colleges and universities around the world um, and to encourage people to gravitate towards those ones to first of all know so so there's so many you know thousands of, of catholic colleges and so-called catholic colleges and universities around the world but many of them have lost their bearings it's a historical fact that they used to be catholic and they're not anymore really that's not really key to their mission anymore so how do i tell the difference right how is the ordinary average person to know the difference so uh, the Cardinal Newman Society is very helpful because they have made it their job. They've made it their job to study and they have criteria. So, you know, um, you know are the members of the board of directors Catholic? Um, you know, uh, do you have a chaplain? Uh, all these kinds of things, right? There are some certain certain key characteristics that kind of tell you whether, it's some, whether an institution is really serious about being Catholic or not. So that's what the Cardinal Newman Society is, and I'm happy to say that we are one of their, Our Lady Seed of Wisdom Colleges, one of their recommended uh, colleges uh, and universities. It's um, it's actually, if you look at their recommended colleges page, I just checked to make sure I wasn't out of date, but it, we still are the only Catholic one on there. Um, you know, I, I think it's because we're the only uh, self-standing, you know, freestanding uh, Catholic college or university that is that you know that, that where the, the catholic faith is is at the center of our of our mission so um and that 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 ripples so that that's uh, resonates throughout throughout our, our our institution um so that that's what the cardinal newman society is in canada right yeah mm -hmm. thank you thank you wow that's yeah. so so it's a, an honor and a privilege to have had you here dr Shinken. I, we're running out of time now, but uh, I want to thank you once again for your very deep answers, for your time, for your wisdom, for your joy. I, I could see how, how the truth connects with joy in your interview. Many thanks. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Yeah, 
Thank you. So, so I, I believe they know you by name. So thank you, Christine. Yes, yes I, yeah. I, I You're very sure. welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank you. I really, I really enjoyed talking to you, Nelsie. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And if you want to know more about our Lady City of Wisdom, remember uh, they are going to be at the Dynamic Women of Faith Conference. Don't miss the conference. April, uh, March 25th, March 25th. Feast of the Annunciation. There are still some spots, Mom, and I hope to see you there. And I hope to pray with you and learn more about our faith. Let's grow in faith, in wisdom, and in holiness. And let's close with a short prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because you brought us together. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you gave us your light. Thank you, Mother Mary, because you are always protecting us with your mantle. We ask you for the vocation of motherhood. We ask you for Catholic colleges and universities. They may be enlightened and they may be that may they may be strengthened in their faith. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mom, and thank you, Dr. Schinken, for being here. See you another time. Bye-bye, moms. Bye-bye.